0: Bradbury was there on Gallup. Bradbury is hurt. But all of a sudden, with no timeouts, now you got a chance. You put him up near in midfield. That's interference. Defense. Number 24. The ball replaced at the spot of the foul. Philly, that's as far as their first excess timeout for an injury after their two-minute warning. Pressure. Prescott stands in, delivers. Ferguson... Let's see, did they wind the clock or not? Did he get out of bounds and go forward? There's a penalty back by the quarterback, too. He's out of bounds, clock stops, penalty. Let's check that out. You can see the Philly. First a foul, rough a the passer. Oh, my goodness. 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. Yeah, they're saying that. Hassan Redick, you see him, he, he knew it. He tried helping him up to lessen the blow, but the official determined that was late. 32 seconds ago, here's Prescott, throws out far side, there is nobody there, Lamb, first down, out of bounds. Prescott, pressure, he's in trouble, he is sacked, Josh Sweat gets home and there's no timeouts. They're going to run a play, Prescott, throw an end zone, he's got no choice in the corner and is out of bounds with 5 seconds left. So what happened here? The play clock went down to zero. Did they get it off? Delay of game. Awesome. All, right. All or nothing. Prescott. dancing around. Just going to throw in the end zone. This catch is made by Lambert. Shorts. The Eagles will win it.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, and good evening, whatever time of the day it is, you're listening to this program. Welcome to Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff. And yes, if my voice sounds a little raspy, it's because it is. As you know, yours truly was at the game. A little bit of synopsis and little highlights of the last drive, which my God, it felt like that went on for 15 minutes, that final drive. Uh, wow. And especially being there at the link, watching all that unfold. Holy cow. Part of the reason why I still don't have my voice uh, two days later now uh, as we're doing this podcast, the post game on Tuesday. I did mention in the Cowboy Preview podcast that I would not have had a... Um, a post game after the game because I was at the game in Philly and didn't get back till late yesterday, and uh, you know, obviously doing the post game today. And again, I apologize for my voice. I'm going to try to get through this; hasn't fully come back yet. A lot of screaming and yelling at the uh, at the link, and uh, it was an amazing atmosphere, as I'm sure you can all imagine being there. Uh, maybe some of you were there uh, with me. And, uh, but otherwise I'm sure you're watching on TV and uh, you know, bottom line is the Eagles came away with a victory and uh, that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Got a lot to, of things to talk about uh, coming out of this game. As we enter the bye, and the Eagles enter the bye with a big win over the Cowboys to go to eight and one and two and a half games up on the Cowboys in the critical NFC East division. Uh, we talked about the importance of the Eagles winning the division in order to capture, um, you know, home field as many games as they can, and obviously to get that bye would be sweet. But you got to win these games, and uh, the Eagles were able to pull that one out and pull that one out. They did definitely think they're a better team, no doubt. But they gave the Cowboys so many chances at the end of the game to win it. They really did, um, way too many chances. But uh, we're able to hold on, nevertheless, and uh, capture the, capture the victory. So. Um, awesome job by the Eagles overall, we got a lot to talk about positives and negatives about the game. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it was, it's always a, a better ride back. Cause obviously I come down from Connecticut, for those of you who may not be aware, I'm uh, I'm not, I don't live in the uh, Philly area and, uh, coming back from the loss, that drive is always much longer uh, or feels much longer uh if the eagles lose but i'm I'm on a pretty long streak now i can't last time i can remember the eagles losing at a game i've been to and i usually go to one or two sometimes three games a year the last one that i can recall them losing was the divisional um i'm not sure if it was divisional round i think it was the opening round opening round of the playoffs when they lost to drew Brees when darren sproles was still on that team and sproles had a key punt return at the end of the game that set up the um saints for the win that was against uh nick Foles. First time around with the Eagles. And that was the last time I believe I've been at an Eagles game where they lost. So, got a pretty good run going myself here with the Eagles. Um, Okay. So, let's dive into the game. And by the way, before I get going, thank you for tuning in as always. Congratulations, Eagles and Eagles Nations, on this huge win. It's always great to beat Dallas, regardless of the circumstance. But when both teams are really good, these games are even more magnified. The juices are flowing. And uh, it was a huge, huge victory for the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. So hopefully my voice gets through this podcast. Um, all right. So let me give you a flavor of the atmosphere of the game. Um, Matt and I, as you know, Matt, who helped me out with the pregame preview podcast, uh, you know, we met uh, down at the game and tailgated. This year, we decided to do Philly cheesesteak, a uh, brand new grill of mine that I uh christened at the game, and man, those came out good. You know, so we had a really good pregame meal. Uh, threw the football around as we always do, and then uh, got to the stadium early, you know, so we could boo the Cowboys when they were around the field and all that kind of fun stuff for pregame ceremonies and the crowd was definitely juiced and i've seen kudos to eagle fans for not allowing many dallas fans in the stadium um i've been to games like against the steelers against the giants playoff game last year trying to think just some other i mean obviously go every year but usually there's a good smattering of the you know the opposing team but not a good smattering, you know, I mean, Eagles fans do not let any team, you know, have a lot of uh, representation in their stadium, but there have been games where I've seen, you know, more of the opposing fans than, than I would expect, I guess. And there weren't that many Cowboy fans at this game. There really weren't. They were there, of course, but, uh, but there wasn't that many. There really wasn't. I mean, this was, this was, uh, Eagle fans, um, really was. And, uh, you know, you'd see one or two here or there. Um, but, uh, but it was good because I was expecting to have a good, a good amount of Cowboy fans in this game. Uh, when I say good amount, like maybe 2% of the, of the fan base, you know, of the stadium, but they weren't there. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, And the ones that were there, you know, they took their normal uh, verbal thrashing from Eagle fans. Uh, But there was no incidents, at least the section that I was in, in terms of any, you know, fights or anything even close to that. Really was just, you know, normal uh, sort of NFL banter between, you know, fans of, uh, you know, opposing teams. Um, So that was good. You know, nobody likes to see any of that stuff anyway. Eagles hold on for a 20, 28-23 victory. Uh really had the the lead throughout most of the game. There was you know, the Cowboys in the second quarter did take the lead. Eagles, you know, stopped the uh Cowboys first drive, three and out. And then they went down and had a really nice uh, drive and scored a touchdown and a gain well run. And then the Cowboys came back and scored uh to answer that one. So it was a good job by them to do that. And then uh, you know, the Cowboys took the lead. Uh, Eagles came back just for the second half and uh, scored a touchdown. Cowboys kicked a field goal, and at the halftime, it was 17 to 14. Cowboys, and then the Eagles came out in the third quarter, uh, took the lead on a touchdown by uh, a great, amazing catch by Devontae Smith in the end zone. A great throw by Jalen Hurts, who was injured right before the half that had everyone kind of gasping for air and holding their breath. But Hurts, you know just didn't even miss a play came back in and uh you know played well the second half uh hurts just continues to play extremely well over the last couple of weeks especially after struggling a little bit you know uh, early on in the season but he started to look really really well now that again that throw to Demonte smith was a drop in the bucket it was a beautiful pass and a great catch because it was even though it was a beautiful pass you know, Devontae was covered on the play. It was, you know, he was covered, but it was such a great pass, and Devontae came down with a very difficult catch, and uh, got his feet down. An amazing, amazing play. Just one of those plays that's just uncoverable. You know, if you get a good, accurate pass by a quarterback, even though the wide receiver may not be open, he had like maybe a step on the on the corner. That's it, and the corner was on him, uh, and I believe it was uh, Brand that was covering him, uh, and he just, you know, Devontae had a, a, just a wonderful catch made. So Eagles took the lead, and took the lead. Uh, built the lead up when uh, AJ Brown would score later on. Dallas would rally, get back to within five points, tried to get it down to um, a two point game uh, by getting a two point conversion, but they failed on it because Dak stepped out. So then they were still down five. They couldn't cut it to three. And then this, you know, at the very end of the game, the Eagles just kept giving Dallas chances. They could not. They got the ball after stopping Dallas. Uh, they got the ball, and all they needed to do was get a first down. And they would have, you know, not had to give the ball back to Dallas. But the Eagles could not get a first down. Had to punt the ball. Got an amazing punt by one of our uh, thumbs-up guy, the punter. Man, great punt by him. Gets the ball down to the 14-yard line with, like, 40-something seconds left in the game. So they have to go 86 yards in 40-something seconds with no timeouts. What happens? First play, like a 35-yard pass to the midfield where Bradbury gets pass interference. So in one play, with hardly any time coming off, they got the ball now at midfield. They end up getting another pass down the sideline to or – I'm sorry. The next play uh, was a pass out to the flat to the, to the tight end who catches it for, I don't know, maybe a five- or six-yard game, roughing the passer. Uh, Redick, <laughs> fifteen more yards after the play. So twenty-one more yards gets him inside the thirty, with like thirty seconds left. This is incredible. Within twenty seconds, they had the ball. They went about like sixty yards. Next play was a pass down the sideline to CD Lamb. Gets it all the way down to the six-yard line, or just outside the ten. I think it was. Yeah, that one. I think it got him down to the eleven-yard line. Then peddling the Eagles gets the ball to the five-yard line. So it's first and goal from the five with like, uh, I don't know, 18 seconds left, something like that. My brother, you know, we're up there in the stands. Everyone's, the crowd, we're all like just looking at each other, like we can't believe this is happening. And, you know, basically the crowd was silent, except for obviously we're, we're trying to pump up the defense to get a stop. But in between, we're just like, what the heck? We couldn't believe what we were seeing. But the part of the reason why my voice is still shot is we were still, you know, yelling and screaming, doing our part as a, you know, a fan base to, even though we almost were like, could almost foresee the inevitable. and The Eagles just giving away and choking away this win at the end here. Unbelievably, we were holding on the hope that, uh, you know, they could hold on. And so we just yelling and screaming for a defense try to try to do something, make a play. Stop them, hold them, and in Dallas they do their part and start shooting themselves in the foot. From that point on, they get a penalty, moves themselves back to five more yards. Uh, then they, um, and then a huge sack by Brandon Graham, uh, huge sack, just a gigantic sack. I think it was Brandon Graham or or, or it could have been Sweat. I know Graham had some huge sacks too, uh, in the fourth quarter. I think that last one might have been Sweat, actually. You don't want to get him confused. Just sweat makes a huge sack. Knocks him back, like another 10 to 15 yards back. Suddenly now it's like second or th- um a third down from the uh like the twenty five-yard line or something like that, twenty-four-yard line. Then Dallas gets a delay of game <laughs> and moves himself back closer to the 30. This is all with like five seconds left. And then uh The Eagles were then able to just basically put up a picket fence, you know, of uh, their deep backs and linebackers and everything else. They only rushed three, so eight more guys were lined up along just in front of the goal line. And Dak threw it uh, to about the three-yard line where C.D. Lamb caught it, but obviously was swarmed as soon as he caught it, ended up fumbling the ball, and that was the end of the game. And that's kind of, uh, you know, the beginning of the podcast here. I I kind of played those highlights out for you, just – just amazing. And so we were all relieved that the Eagles were not, you know, didn't give this game away like they tried to. And uh then Dallas was like, nah, we don't want it. We're gonna shoot ourselves in the foot ourselves and uh, you know. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and the Eagles were able to, to hold on for the critical victory here as they go into the bye now at eight and one. Doesn't come the victory doesn't come without consequences. However, as uh our talented Dallas Goddard. Uh, earlier in the game ended up breaking his forearm and he's going to miss the next uh, four to six weeks. The hope is that with the bye, he might be able to return, you know, you know, in five weeks. So uh, he's going to go on IR, which puts him out for at least four games with the bye week. He's almost going to have about six weeks uh, before he can come back. So we should have him back, you know, uh, for, for the, uh, you know, the fifth game after after the bye weeks here. So um, so in that respect, it's, we're kind of fortunate it wasn't a worse injury than that. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, through the really, really difficult part of our schedule, we're not going to have our tight end. Uh, so we'll see how the Eagles are going to adapt to that. Uh, obviously, Stoll going to have a bigger role. Well, does this mean Julio Jones, you know, will be used more as a, uh, you know, three wide receiver? Uh, Quoz Watkins, by the way, is due back after the bye, so I don't know what the plans are going to be with him. It's going to be interesting to see what the Eagles do with the roster um, coming back after the bye when they play the uh, the uh, the Super Bowl rematch is what's next for the Eagles as they're going to be traveling to Kansas City to to uh, play the Chiefs. So. Before I uh get into the stock up and stock down, I need to, and I believe me when I do this. Uh, part of part of me wants to vomit, but I have to give credit where credits due. I think Dallas played a really good game. Um, as much as I hate them and I do despise that team with every bone in my body, but uh, Dallas played a good game. You know they really gave us everything we could handle. Uh, honestly, and uh um. You know, Dak played once again. I was hoping to have Dak finally play a stinger against the Eagles. Didn't happen. He played great again. He really did. Um, obviously wasn't able to get him to score at the end of the game. So that's got to fall on him, uh, his responsibility to not be able to get the ball in the end zone there. Um, but I don't certainly don't think it was through lack of ef- effort. And he played a good game. I mean, he didn't throw any interceptions. He obviously threw for a lot of yards again. And, uh, You know, he just seems to really play well. Well, not seems. He plays well every single time against the Eagles. And he did so again this past weekend. So, and the other guy I want to give major props to is C.D. Lamb. Uh, C.D. Lamb killed the Eagles the entire game. They had no answer for him. No matter where he lined up, no matter basically who was covering him, Lamb was open all game long. I don't know why they didn't throw him even more than they did because the Eagles could not stop him. Um, he almost had 200 yards receiving. They did keep him out of the end zone. That's the only thing that the Eagles were able to do. They, you know, C.D. Lamb, for having that many yards receiving, did not score. But in terms of big, critical catches, third-down catches, just, just, you know, CeeDee Lamb is a super talented wide receiver. I have a lot of respect for that guy. As much as he, as much as I hate him being in a uh, helmet with a star on it, he is a star. There's no doubt about it. Now, Cowboy fans are out there going, "Oh, head to head. Now we know who's the best wide receiver in the division." Get out of here with that stuff. He's not. He's not A.J. Brown. Sorry. He's good. He's very good. He's a. He's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. I'm not going to take that away from, him, but don't don't tell me he's better than AJ Brown. Get the hell out of here, freaking Cowboys! Shut up. But uh, he had a great game, so major props for to CD Lamb, uh, Jalen Hurts. Where as we get into the, we'll get into the uh, stock up, stock down. Jalen Hurts stock up, especially you know after he got injured, uh, he played well, didn't turn the ball over, again that pass to. Devontae was just a thing of beauty, just a beautiful, beautiful blast. And he he did well. He scrambled when he needed to, didn't scramble much, um, made the plays when he needed to uh, and toughened it out because he's already playing injured, then got re-injured in the game and didn't miss a play. Uh, He's such a leader. um, He just, you know, refuses to lose. And, you gotta love Jalen for that. He's been fantastic the last couple of weeks, especially. His passing efficiency has been over 70% for three straight games. Never has been done in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles by any quarterback. So that alone. You know, he's passing in very, very high completion percentage. And uh so once again, major props out to Jalen Hurts. We'll see how the Eagles are gonna adapt here without Goddard. You know, that's a big loss. I do tough time. Uh, they dealt without Goddard last year. You remember for, he was out for like a month or so, but their schedule was a lot easier. So it was a lot easier for them to get past, you know, those games or get by those games without him. But in these games, <clears throat> excuse me, he's going to be facing, you know, the chiefs, the 49ers, uh, the bills, Seattle. I mean, they really need Goddard for those games and they're not going to have them. Uh, stock up continuing Devonte Smith, of course, Played a great game, huge catch, a couple of huge catches in the game. He had a big third down catch uh, before his touchdown. Uh, His touchdown was such a beautiful, beautiful – I love watching that play. It was so well done. Um, Other stock-ups, even though they didn't have a good game, um, I still give Gainwell and Swift. They didn't run the ball that great, but Gainwell had that really great opening touchdown. It was an awesome run. He flew into the end zone. So nice play by him. He played. Uh, so he he played well. He played well. They didn't have good games. I'm not saying that, but they they ran the ball enough to just continue to keep Dallas, you know, uh, you know, from just uh, focusing on the pass rush. And so Swift had a couple of nice plays. Um, he only had like 2.9 something or something running, but one of the plays was kind of like a running play. He did you know they snapped the ball and just kind of like, you know, Jalen kind of just didn't hand it to him, but kind of pitched pitched it to him, and he ran it for 20 yards. That play ended up going for a passing game, but passing uh, stats versus, versus running stats. Um, so Swift played well. Um, he had another catch down the field, too, that he made. Uh, so Swift, I think, had a very productive game, even though their stats were not all that super impressive. Zach Cunningham. Now, you know, he always looks like he's playing pretty well, you know, on TV. But be, watching the game, being there in person and watching him play, he is fast. From sideline to sideline, for as old as he is too, like he's not a young spring chicken out there. He's been in the league for a while. He's got very, he's very fast uh, from side to side. And there was quite a few plays where, you know, Dallas would have a pass in a flat or or somewhere down the sideline, and the guy that was just making a beeline for everyone all the time was Zach Cunningham. So I thought Zach Cunningham played a really really good game yesterday or on Sunday. And uh, Brandon Graham, in limited playing time, came in and had two huge sacks at critical times. It was like, bring in the veteran and let him make a play. Uh, you know, he didn't have two sacks. One of them he shared with Jalen Carter. But one sack was on his own, a huge sack of of Dak. And then uh, the, the very next play, he sacked Dak again with, with Carter, brought him down. Just two back-to-back huge sacks by BG. It was It was awesome. Reddick also stepped up ahead had a good game outside of the stupid passer, or the uh, rough the passer call uh, at the end of the game, which really could have been a huge mistake. It was a huge mistake, but it was could have been a costly huge mistake. Uh, but the Eagles were still going to pull it out. But otherwise, Reddick had uh, quite a few uh, really good pressures on Dak and had a sack, uh, at least one sack that I recall. He might have two, but I know he had at least one sack on, on Reddick. So uh, good good day by uh at Reddick as well. Again, we talked about the punter. Man had some really good punts during the game, especially that last one, that, unfortunately, because they were able to make so many ridiculous plays. Uh, but fortunately, that also went as deep as it did because they would, might have scored uh, if it was another five, 10 yards shorter than he punted it. Punted it down to the 14. Really big time punt there at the end of the game by, uh, by Man. Hopefully, we found a punter now. Um, so my stock downs for the game are. Reed Blankenship, which I hate doing because I love Reed, and it's not like he had an awful game, but he, you know, they often had him cover trying to cover C.D. Lamb in the slot, and he, he just got smoked the entire game, you know. So, and the tight end too also had some success against Blankenship, uh, Ferguson. So uh, now he did make that critical, you know, stop there on the five inch line of the, of the end zone. So you got to give him credit for that, but overall, I thought Blankenship had a rough game. Bradbury is probably the biggest concern of them all because he's not played well all season. We mentioned that during the preview podcast, uh, Matt and I did, and he again had a bad game. Just he's not playing well. It's got to be concerning at this point because now it's a trend, and it's a trending down, and it's not been good. Uh, so Bradbury is you got to start being concerned about him more so than even I was last week going into this game. Because he got burned a lot in this game. Not like he just smoked or way, way out, but he's just he's just getting beat. And he's getting beat a lot. And uh the pass interference too. He he seems to get called for one or two of those a game. Uh he's not played well. He's not played well. And uh, but they gotta go with him. It's, there's no uh there's no plan B. It's gonna be him. But I would say at the end of the season that the Eagles gotta figure out what to do there with the uh with, the, with really the corner position entirely because Slay, even though he's played well, he's older, you know? So both of these guys are in the thirties and that's a risky proposition to begin with. um So the other thing I would say is uh, Hicks, who Matt especially is higher on than I am. Uh, I mean, I do like some of the things I've seen from him. Uh, Matt talked to, you know, very highly about him in the preview podcast, uh, for Dallas. Uh, I'm a little bit more cautiously optimistic about that guy, but he got smoked. He had a bad game here, uh, against the Cowboys again, trying to cover CD lamb, which is hard to ask of a rookie. So I'm not going to sit there and bury the guy, but you know, the Eagles had no answer for CD lamb at all, except for a couple of times where slay was on him and slay was able to, uh, you know, stop him or at least, you know, the one, you know, no completion on him, But, uh, but for the most part, he was just wide open all day long. And uh, Hicks and Blankenship and, uh, you know, Bradbury, whoever else was trying to cover him, they had no answers. Dean, I mean, Kobe Dean was trying to cover him a couple of ways. I mean, just, he had, just had nothing. Ferguson, too. Ferguson and, and C.D. Lamb were just killing the Eagles down the field. Um, so, no, Kobe Dean, speaking of him, uh, thumbs down. You know, he could, by the way, he got injured and did not return to the game. And uh, I don't know what to do with him because I have to say, I think this Eagles defense looks better with Morrow in the game versus Dean. Maybe Dean is just not not ready yet, really, to be the starting linebacker. And, of course, he does have a size disadvantage. He's not a big guy, which we knew. But it just seems like this defense plays better with Morrow in there uh, that Dean, and, and I think it definitely happened again this past game, because once uh, Dean came out, had to come out because he injured his foot. You know, Morrow came in and just seemed to kind of calm things down again. Um, so, uh, and I just think he's a better blitzer, also. You know, when they do send the 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 blitz, I think Morrow's better at getting to the quarterback. So. I don't know. We'll see. But I, we don't know the extent of Dean's injury, how bad it might be. We got a bye. So, bye's coming at a good time because even Devontae Smith late in the game hobbled off the field, too. It uh, looked like a leg injury. Could be a knee, ankle. I'm not sure what it was. But the bye's coming at a good time for the Eagles so they can uh, heal up and get a couple weeks, especially with Hurts. You know, I'm not sure what's going on with uh, Devontae Smith. But again, hobbled at the end of the game, walking gingerly off the field. So, you know, he gets a couple weeks. Uh, Dean gets a couple weeks, depending how bad his foot is. Uh, obviously, Goddard being down for a while, this knocks out at least a couple weeks, which is from a, about a six-week weeks six, week in, eight, six week injury. Um, So, you know, we'll see, and Boston Scott was inactive for the game. I remember during the preview podcast, uh, I told you to keep an eye on the injury list because that could change. I had to get the preview podcast out earlier last week than normal uh, because, you know, uh, the traveling day for the game and, and uh, I had some other uh, scheduling conflicts, so... Uh, I I wanted you to know that the preview injury podcast that I gave was was too early in the week to really go with it 100% because that could change. You could have people added to the list or taken off the list and that type of thing as you get closer to game time. And Boston Scott was one of the ones that was added after uh, I had the preview podcast. Uh, He was added to the the injury list with a uh, personal issue. So um, whatever is going on with Boston Scott, it has to be pretty serious for him to miss not only a game but the Cowboys game. So uh, we hope everything is okay with Boston and uh, he gets back to the team uh, soon. So uh, best wishes to whatever uh, Boston Scott's dealing with out there. Um, so, yeah, the atmosphere of the game, like the weather was fantastic. It was for a November, you know, early November game. The weather was in the 70s at the start of the game. It was perfectly blue sunny skies. Uh, just an awesome football Weather for a huge divisional uh, rival uh, game tailgate was awesome. The atmosphere was jacked up. Uh, Bryce Harper was at the game. Uh, the normal celebrities were there, like Bradley Cooper uh, and those guys. So it was, uh, it was uh, you know the crowd was hyped, and uh, and the Eagles delivered for us. Got us, a, got us a huge win. They go into the bye on a uh, winning streak. Uh, feeling good about themselves, and then obviously be staring down the Super Bowl rematch when they return from Dubai uh, in Kansas City That's Patrick Mahomes uh, and and uh, the Kelsey brothers and all that will be back in play uh, after Dubai. So during Dubai, just for, as a program note, podcast note, um, I will uh, more than likely have Matt back on to talk, kind of give a half-season synopsis. Uh, we'll talk about the Eagles' first half. Obviously, this really tough stretch of game coming back. We'll have updates, obviously, at Goddard probably, and at some of these injuries and Boston Scott situation. And uh, you know, looking forward to that. And really want to hear from you. So if you're listening to this podcast, all right, I know I give the e- the email address out every time so you can communicate with the show. So while we're going through by, you guys have plenty of time. Who's was ever listening to send in some questions, some comments. Uh, but if you have any questions about the Eagles you'd like to uh, have me answer, I will answer it on the air during a uh, upcoming podcast. So take advantage of that. Let me hear from you. Even just say hello. Just let me know you're out there. Let me know where you're from. Just, uh, you know, communicate with the show. It's, I think it's a it's a part of the uh, – it's an aspect of the show that hasn't really been taken a lot of advantage of out there. And now you know you guys are all busy. You're probably listening to the show while you're driving and all that kind of thing. I don't want you – don't be, don't be uh, typing an email out while you're driving. That that's not what I'm suggesting. But uh, take this email address down, uh, and when you get some free time, shoot me an email, ask me a question, and I will uh, I will answer it on the air. Okay. So the email address to do that for is p e t w g p at gmail All right. Again, it's P is in Paul, E T is in Tom, G. Wait, sorry, W G. P again, as in Paul, at gmail.com, all right, P-E-T-W-G-P at gmail.com. Email me, say hello, let me know where you're from, ask me a question, you know, make a comment, whatever you want, all right, uh, really appreciate it. While you're doing that, make sure that you like, subscribe, if you haven't done that already, rate the program too, it really, really helps uh, the show out, helps the podcast out. And I uh, appreciate it. appreciate you always uh, tuning in and listening. really do. Uh, it's greatly, greatly appreciated. Hope you, hopefully you enjoy the podcast. So um, sorry for my voice, like I said. Uh, I expect it to be better the next time we uh, we connect. Like I said, we'll probably have one or two and certainly the preview uh, for the chief. So maybe three podcasts or so between the next couple of weeks. I don't know. We'll see. If something, obviously, uh, I might do four podcasts. I don't know. It all depends. It'll be kind of... Uh, You know, kind of playing it by year, I suppose. Uh, But the the point is that there will be Philadelphia Eagles Talk with Jeff podcast throughout the bye week. So make sure you, like I said, follow the program uh, on whatever platform you're listening to. So you don't miss out. You're alerted to when the next podcast does drop. Okay. All right. So bottom line, huge win against the hated Cowboys. That's what we were hoping for. Um, And that's what we got By the way Just to Not to pat myself on the back But every once in a while I like to do it You know I did predict the Eagles Would win 27 to 16 So I was right on the nose As far as how many points The Eagles would score And really was right on the nose Until the Eagles Until Dallas scored that You know Their last touchdown Because at that time It was 27 It was 28 to To uh, 17 Would have been the final And that would have been Right on the freaking nose Uh but they ended up getting you know an extra touchdown so pretty close and Matt had it 34 to uh, 17 so we were both uh, pretty pretty close to uh, to how this game played out really really were right on the nose there uh, with that so I think uh, I think that's uh we'll wrap up the show for now you know so again take advantage of that website all right or the email I should say uh, petwgp at gmail.com let us know your thoughts all right Let's hear from you, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon in the next podcast. Thanks again for tuning in, as always. And what a huge victory! Eight and one as we head into the bye. Can't ask for really much more than that. Got to get some guys healed up, But otherwise enjoy the couple weeks off, and then we go toe to toe and get our Super Bowl rematch from last year against the Chiefs. And Philadelphia talked with Jeff. We'll be there throughout the bye, so make sure. You come back and check us out. Till then, take care. Fly against fly.